Welcome to Pageant Planet's podcast, where we share stories and strategies to help expand and connect the global pageant community. Visit pageantplanet.com to find pageants, hire coaches, shop for dresses, and more. Now, here's your host, Stephen Roddy. Welcome, everyone, to another Pageant Planet podcast. This is the podcast for contestants who want to be inspired and discover how to win the crown. Today, Jesse and myself, we are covering the life of Betty Maxwell Contrell. So, Jesse, set the stage for us. So, if the name rings a bell, it's because Betty Maxwell Cantrell is a former Miss America in 2016, and she was the second woman from the state of Georgia to win the title of Miss America. She really is like the epitome of beauty, brains, and brawn. Yeah, Betty was remembered for her talent of singing, her volunteer work with various organizations like Healthy Children, Strong America, and Children's Miracle Network, and her outspoken vocabulary and opinions on controversial topics like Tom Brady cheating in football and the new stance on the Miss America 2.0 direction. And Betty's still at the forefront of the pageant and beauty community in many different ways. Some of her recent titles include beauty YouTuber, public speaker, and published book author. Betty has always been known by her family, friends, and community for her ability to charm others and to make the entire stage feel like it is full. She is a confident woman who has taken her personality and charisma from the farm to the Miss America stage and now to many people all across America. So let's talk about her background. She was born and raised in Warner Robins, Georgia, and she's now 25 years old. And she was ironically, I don't know if it's ironic, but she was named after her grandmother, her Greek grandmother. And I'm going to try it, but I think I've heard it once or twice, but Basiliki, which means royalty, uh, which is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, and that's probably where the irony comes in is the royalty component. I can see and that. growing up, Betty lived the true country girl life as her and her family live on a 675-acre farm in rural Georgia, and she knows how to drive a full-size John Deere tractor, plow and seed the fields, and she can even handle a shotgun. (laughs) Watch out. (laughs) That is definitely the brawn. (laughs) So she grew up in a strong Greek Orthodox family and attended church all of her life in Macon, Georgia. Betty finds strength in her faith and carries this with her throughout her life and her pageant career. And she started taking professional vocal and stage lessons at age 14. She loved to write songs, but never would show anyone. And in eighth grade, she got the lead role in the school play. She was never an A student. She didn't enjoy the sciences or math. But when it came to the arts, Betty was first place in all the poetry contests and the talent shows. Love that. She studied at Mount de Sal. I'm assuming it's not sales, but it looks like sales, um, academy for high school, and then went on to study vocal performance at Mercer University. She holds a Bachelor of Music degree in vocal performance. Her famous, she's famous for her impersonations, specifically of Lois Griffin, Griffin and Sharon Osbourne. And um, I want to pause for a coaching moment because I do feel like in the industry right now, it's all hard skills sciences, STEM, etc. And women with traditional talents or um, more left side creative brain backgrounds, I feel like are getting a little discouraged because they're seeing women on the major pageants winning because of their stories with hands on applied sciences. And Betty did this without any of those skills. She was true to herself. And 
that's what she was. She was an artsy person from day one and she never had to change herself. So I think it's important that we take that moment to say like, you don't need to watch on TV and mimic what you're seeing on TV and those publicized pageants. You can be true to you. Yeah. And that's like true Betty like fashion. This is my opinion. Mm -hmm. This is who I am. Accept it or not. I don't care. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So Betty clearly had all of the roots to make a great National American title holder, which led her to join her first pageant in 2013. Her mother encouraged her to join for the scholarship opportunities, but clearly Betty was meant for very much more. She held two first runner-up positions in preliminary pageants during her early years, and then she won the Miss Presidential Pathways 2014 title as a major local title for Miss Georgia. And that year, when she competed at the state pageant, she was second runner-up, And she used vocal performance as her talent, and she represented the platform Healthy Georgia, Strong America. So very in line with what she continued on with. Yeah, and here's kind of a a coaching moment slash fun fact is that when Betty was Miss Presidential Pathways 2014, um, we kind of interviewed her. We had this thing called, um, like, it was inspired based on, like, the mean tweets, but it was Voiboard Bullies. Yes. And so basically what we did, if you're not familiar with it when you're listening, we went onto the Voiboard, which is just notorious for like kind of gossipy and um, yeah, shaming people, uh, contestants in the pageant industry. And we went and we found like negative things that people wrote about contestants, up and coming contestants. They're like reigning big titles. And um, so Betty was one of the up and coming uh, title holders that we spotted and we we're like, hey, would you be willing to on camera basically respond to the bullies? So she we would text her and we text like Miss Georgia and there were several other people that I'm not remembering right now, maybe Miss Illinois. Um, we text them what the Voiboard bullies said about them. And then we had them like read it right on the spot. And then respond on camera, like what their instinct was. And so she responded. I'll, I'll put the link in the show notes. But she did that when she was Miss Presidential Pathways 2014. So and and the oh, kind, girl. yeah, and the kind of coaching moment behind that is here. You are. You have. You're not going to get away from people that are talking negative about you. It's just what you do with the kind of negativity. Like regardless, if you want to accomplish something significant, if you want to be in any kind of leadership role. People are going to talk negative about you. It's just kind of the case and point. And to be able to see how Betty handled that and to be able to see how she responds um, on video and how others do too, it kind of gives you a snapshot of maybe what you can do too and to realize that no one is above the critiques that you're going to get from the masses. Well, and the other thing I love about that is Betty had just entered the pageant world. Like it wasn't like she had grown up there and she was like used to this. Here's a woman that in her like first year to competing, people are saying negative things about her and she's not running scared. She's like, you know what? Like these people in this industry, like I'm here and they have to get over it. And I think that is really strong because if you are a newbie to the pageant industry, it can eat you alive if you don't have a thick skin or a great support system. And Betty like was like, hey, haters, like I'm doing it. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah, it's so great. So Betty went on to win the title of Miss Warner Robbins in 2015, a year later, where she advanced to the Miss Georgia America, um, Miss Georgia America in 2015. 
And she went on to win the Miss Georgia pageant, Miss Georgia 2015, on June 20th, 2015. And she was awarded $15,000 in scholarship money, plus a Kia Sorrento during her reign. And Betty, Betty excelled in talent, evening wear, and onstage question, making her an excellent and well-prepared candidate for the upcoming Miss America competition. Yeah, and I, I can remember when, because I... There were days where I didn't look at the boy boards. I didn't really participate, but I would I would view because that's how I got my knowledge because social media still wasn't really crazy big at that time for pageantry. And Betty was like an immediate favorite. And when I was looking through today's outline, uh, I was shocked that she had so little experience because she was a favorite like right out the gate. Yeah. So um, clearly she was very impressive. Well, it kind of goes to show you too, that one of the things we always harp on is that pageantry really prepares you for life and it's, it develops a lot of life skill. So if you come into pageantry with a lot of life skill and a lot of confidence, like naturally, uh, being on a 675 acre farm and learning that work ethic. And I'm sure her parents, like there was a lot of time for just conversation with adults, which really helps to enhance your vocabulary and how, like, allow you to develop in like just a conversational flow uh, when you're from a smaller town. And so like Betty had those skill sets coming into the industry. So she didn't have to learn them, which caused her to excel right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think like, like we were just saying, she was a country girl who never saw herself becoming a pageant queen. And it was Betty's mom who encouraged her to compete, which ultimately led her to compete at Miss America 2016. Mm hmm. And Betty went on to represent Georgia at the 2016 Miss America pageant held in Atlantic City, New Jersey. And then she went, she, like, although she felt like a newbie compared to the other contestants, and rightfully so, she was still excited for the challenge to compete against the more experienced title holders. Interesting how she responds to challenges. Most people would kind of like shrink, but she's like, oh, this is amazing. I'm competing against the best <laughs> of the best. Like, this is going to be an awesome experience. Um, the pageant was two weeks long and had many appearances, sponsor visits, interviews, and of course, the preliminary competition. Yeah, and that begs another coaching moment here. I know there's been a couple in the last few minutes, but stamina is so necessary when it comes to longer pageants. And a lot of people, they want to come in strong, they have their best foot forward, and then it, their pageant is a week or multiple weeks, and they start to fade. So it's very important that you take the time throughout the pageant week whenever possible. I feel like we did several podcasts on this back in the day before we were doing biographies about how to make sure that you are taking care of yourself and sustaining longevity throughout the week. So you look fresh every day, you're, you remain confident, and you're always a number one when it comes to the lineup. Yeah, completely. And like, Do you have any like self-preservation tips for people listening, Stephen? Yeah. So um, for those of you that don't know, I am organic. Um, I'm an introvert, but I'm a professional extrovert. So um, if you're doing the, the test, and, and this will be helpful for you if you don't know this, is um, how you really decide, determine if you're an introvert or an extrovert is like what, what do you do to recharge? For the people that need to be around people, to recharge, you're more of an extrovert because you get your energy from people. Somebody like me, um, that depletes me. So I need to be alone to recharge, like mm. you know, by myself with a book or whatever. Um, a few months ago, I was uh, asked by, actually she was a former Miss Teen Massachusetts USA to officiate her wedding 
for those of you that don't know, I went to, um, I went to Bible college. I'm ordained. Like that's what I went to school to do was to be a preacher. And so she was like, Hey, uh, would you officiate the wedding? So I said, okay. Um, but like, it was like three days long and we were in Rhode Island and we were just like, I was constantly around people. Well, the day of the wedding, I was just, I felt empty. I mean, I was just like, oh, I was just so drained. And I'm like, gosh, if I'm going to do this wedding, I I need to recharge my batteries. And so I just told her not. I'm like, I'm just going to go off. I need to have breakfast by myself. (laughs) Like, I'm fine. (laughs) But I'm just going to just, yeah, it's all, (laughs) we're we're fine. We're good. I was like, I just, and she knows this about me now. So she's like, okay, do your thing. Just tell me when you get back. Um, And I was gone for hours. And finally, she's like, um, the guys are all wondering when you're going to come by. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, okay. I, I, oh, I yeah, I have good. a job for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just, it took me several hours to just be by myself, like walking down downtown Rhode Island, having breakfast by myself to recharge because I was so depleted for all those many days. So if you're like that, there is no wrong in it. It's just you got to know yourself. And at a pageant, this could look like, Maybe what you do is when everybody else goes to bed, that's when you sneak out. Because for you and for me too, it's like I could survive on a little less sleep, but I cannot survive on an empty tank. So, or maybe it's like the reverse where you wake up early, you spend a few hours by yourself reading, doing what you do um, so that you can be present on stage and you're not on stage like completely drained. Yes. And I will say, um, I, I think Stephen means when he says sneak out, he means it very uh, non-literally. Because oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yes. Like, consider like you're sneaking out, like you checking out. Yes, absolutely. And, Thanks. and you might not have hours to wander and like roam and recharge. But even if it's like you dedicate, if you have a five song playlist that when your alarm goes off, your headphones go in and you take those and you know those five songs, you can mentally go through whatever kind of uplifting journey you need. And when that's over that's your time. So if, if you are Steven's personality type, you have to find little ways to translate that into like hyper packed, like increments of time. Cause you're not going to have hours, but you will need to do things that allow you to, to recharge. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So, um, Betty as like no surprise chose singing as her talent. She won the preliminary talent award, which meant an additional $2,000 in scholarship. Amazing. Yeah, girl. And I, Stephen, you'll be glad that I put this in my section to pronounce Mm -hmm. um, because I might even butcher it. But the song title is Two Two Piccolo Idio. Sounds good to me. From from Puccini's Madame Butterfly, which was her go-to talent song at Miss Georgia 2015 as well. Yeah. On the night of finals, Betty was asked her opinion on the uh, NFL player Tom Brady and the deflate scandal. And Cottrell responded honestly, saying that she wasn't sure as she was not at the event. But if there was any cause for concern, then he should have been suspended. And as a Buffalo Bills and a New York Giants co-fan here, I support that answer. <laughs> okay, um, for, for our international audience. All right. So Tom Brady, he's a famous quarterback over here. Um, in the NFL, and basically it was really cold, and there was a scandal that he deflated his the footballs, um, which is against regulation. It's against the rules because when the ball's um, deflated, it's a little bit easier to throw and catch, and then they went on to kind of like win that game. Yeah. And so it, that's why it was a big controversy at the time when Betty was um, – she was asked that at Miss America. 
Yes. Yeah. And it's important to note too, they're like, okay, well, what does that matter? Because it helps with teams. Uh, teams supply their own footballs. So it did not help the other team, if yeah. you're wondering. <laughs> yeah, it did. Um, uh, g- good. Yeah. Yes. So later on, Betty went on to say it was an odd question for Miss America and that she hopes the fans of Tom Brady will forgive her. And they are, Stephen, aren't they? Rampant fans. They are rampant fans. Yeah. Yes. So she also jokingly states that Tom Brady should be asked a pageant-related question, which love that. (laughs) I mean, true Betty-like fashion. She just gives it right back. Yes. But um, her answer clearly didn't hold her back. Betty Contrell was crowned Miss America 2016 and was the second woman to take home the crown from Georgia. She was awarded $50,000 in Scottish yes. money, yeah, taking in a grand total during her time of competing of almost $70,000. Wow. And it was just 75 days after winning the title of Miss Georgia that Betty won Miss America 2016 against 52 other women. Yeah, it just goes to show that natural ability. Yeah. And um We've kind of alluded to this, but another coaching moment, um, I'll lead in with a quote by Betty. And she said, find confidence in you and turn your dreams into reality. And Betty said she won Miss America by being herself, mistakes and all. And sometimes it doesn't matter who used to be, where you came from. And winning can be from the pureness and authenticity of your heart and the way you showcase that inner beauty, talent, ability to others. And like we've been saying, like there's no one size fits all title holder in any system. So if the, the five contestants before you um, are all STEM girls and you're that artsy girl, it's A-OK. I would just say, like, think about that logically. If the four girls ahead of you, one with a long gown, don't wear a short gown, right? Like, it's more of the things that make you innately you. Um, but be a contestant who thirsts for experience, is unapologetically herself. And in Betty's words, that's what truly makes a queen. Yeah, it- <clears throat> It's interesting. We all want to stand out and be different and be unique until you're in a situation where you're the only one doing something and then you feel like you're the wrong. Right. <laughs> it's like, I absolutely want to be unique. And then everybody else is doing STEM and then you're doing something else and you're like, oh, I, I, I should probably be doing STEM. And you start to right. second guess yourself. It's like the people who are unique and just being authentically you. And it's not to say that those four other girls doing STEM are not being authentically them. But like if you do stand out, like it's okay. And it you just gotta trust that the decisions you made were true to you and everything else, like in Betty's case, will start to fall in place. Even if you don't necessarily win that crown, like I'm telling you, you'll be much better off. You'll feel much better much more uh I guess happier with your results. Uh, that's not the yes. word I'm looking for, but you'll be happier with your results because, yeah, content with your results because you knew that you you weren't trying to portray something that wasn't you. Yes, exactly true. Yeah. So like most Miss Americas, Betty became a national ambassador for Children's Miracle Network Hospitals, and she was also able to continue promoting her own personal platform, Healthy Strong or Healthy Children, Strong America. She partnered with Team uh, F. In V to promote vegetables and fruits with many other famous celebrities, including Jessica Alba, Kristen Bell, and Nick Jonas. And over the course of her reign, she presented numerous awards at ceremonies like the Country Music Association Awards, the 43rd Annual American Music Awards, Academy of Country Music Awards, and also at the 2016 Billboard Music Awards. And I'll remind everyone that that was the time when Dick Clark Productions was producing Miss America. And they had their hand in a lot of other productions like that, which was 
probably the most visible of the time Miss America's had in a long time. Yeah, and like what a dream come true for somebody who's a singer to be at all these award shows and to be meeting like the people that she probably looked up to so much. She probably got a tremendous amount of connections and networking opportunities from that. Yeah, for sure. We'll get there, too. Although the title of Miss America is a great honor, she states that a year of service is a lot of work. She states that Mm -hmm. behind the scenes is not always so glamorous. There were some days that she didn't want to put the crown on and some days she didn't want to take it off. Um, Mm -hmm. She completed her year with lots of travel appearances and learning opportunities. A year later, she crowned the title of Miss America 2017 to Savvy Shields from Arkansas. Arkansas. It's Arkansas. Oh my gosh, Steven. <laughs> I just my heart just dropped. Well, anyway. I'm bad, but on, I know that one. I know. After passing on one of the most prestigious pageant titles in America, Betty chose to then focus her opportunity focus on opportunities that life had for her. And shortly after passing on the title, she got married to her now husband, Spencer Maxwell. And although Betty changed her name to Betty Cantrell Maxwell at their public ceremony in 2018, she was actually married when the couple eloped back in 2017. And the two stayed together at long distance throughout the time Betty was Miss America. And they now live happily in Nashville. Hmm. Betty and her husband, Spencer or Spinny, is also seen on Betty's YouTube channel in many videos, wanted to have a traditional Greek wedding with a rustic touch. Betty was able to have her true big fat Greek wedding. And Betty's now moved to Nashville, Tennessee to write and record country songs. Again, amazing that she had those contacts that she was able to rely on um, when needed. And her dream was even before Miss America, to become a professional singer. And now she's really in pursuit of it. Yeah, it's just amazing how pageantry opens up those opportunities for you, like to Mm -hmm. to meet and to open up those doors of opportunities to pursue the profession that you want. Yeah, so she's still in... um, she is still a large part of the pageant community as a judge for USA National Miss competition. And Betty is also well known for her presence in the beauty community on Instagram and YouTube, where she creates makeup tutorial tutorials and hair tutorials. She also recently published her first book, Miss Unlikely, From Farm Girl to Miss America, with Broad Street Publishing. And she shares a story about a young farm girl and how she grew up to win the title of Miss America. She shares wisdom, stories, and advice on schoolboys, self-esteem, mentors, and many more life lessons. And the title Miss Unlikely is very fitting since she says that she was never interested in pageants since she was 18, which we knew. And most recently, Betty is known for her outspoken statements against the new Miss America organization. And she exclaims that the new ownership and the creation of Miss America 2.0 is moving away from the roots of the organization. She says that the original Miss America pageant promoted a healthy body and a lifestyle of health and fitness, not just a swimsuit round. She often posts throwback photos from the days she competed and represented the Miss America organization. Betty Contrell is has undoubtedly lived a life true to herself, her faith, mm-hmm. and to others. It takes someone who has true talent and potential to fulfill the role of being a Miss America, a singer, a YouTuber, book author, speaker, national role model, and I think we could also just include pageant influencer. Oh, for sure. And she has been adored for showing her true self in each path that life takes her on, even if this means she has to speak openly and honestly about controversial topics. And while it saddens many pageant fans about the direction that Miss America is taking, Betty is going to continue focusing on the positives that the organization provided her, 
uh, like $70,000, pretty amazing. <laughs> and she is still actively supporting the current contestants through her social media. The pageant community happily supports Betty as she now focuses on herself, her family, and her career. She has selflessly given many years of her life to serve others, and we know she will continue to do so in so many ways. And we'll finish with a quote from Betty. And she said, it's all about mindset, taking life one day at a time, not obsessing about tomorrow or the future and being thankful for every single opportunity. God is at work in all our lives. It's just about taking time to slow down and recognize it. And if you would like to be a featured contestant, title holder, director, coach for our next podcast, um, create a contestant profile with all of your information, hidden facts, and what makes you special. Then email support at Pageant Planet with the title podcast feature so we can review your profile and we'll let you know within 24 hours after you submit if you are scheduled. So also a special shout out to Maria Giorlando for doing the research. She's a Pageant Planet staff member. And thank you for listening. And if you've received any benefit from this show or from ones previous, please consider giving us a five-star review. It might seem like a small action, but it really does help us keep the show going. And until next time, take care. Want to become a part of pageant history? Create a free contestant or business profile on pageantplanet.com to unlock hidden features and connect with other experts throughout the world.